Boston Celtics did not have Jalen Brown. They did not have Kristaps Porzingis, but that's okay. They had Al Horford. They had Derek White, and they had a big win here over the Philadelphia 76ers that I'm talking about right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team, step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Rain and Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. I've got you covered Monday through Friday, plus bonus podcasts on the weekends, free fresh podcasts every day right here, wherever you found your podcast. If you're new, if you're just joining the show, if you're just finding the show, thank you so much. I'm sure you're watching the show on YouTube. Get into that comment section. Let me know what you think. I'm John Corrales. I used to play a long time ago. Now, my job is to cover the Boston Celtics for Boston Sports Journal for you right here on the Lockdown Celtics podcast as well. Written, spoken, whatever. I got words about the Boston Celtics. I got words about their win, 117-107 over the Philadelphia 76ers. And today's show brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase the Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. All right, standard operating procedure here. Later on, I'll get into the hmm. And that hmm question for me this, this time around is, why do the folks in Philly still want to taunt Al Horford? I'll get into that later on. Uh, I did dislike some of the stuff here in this game, the second quarter in particular, losing the non uh, Joel Embiid minutes. That was a problem, but plenty, plenty, plenty to like. So let me just get right in there. Uh, starting with Al Horford, who was huge. Let, you know, I can't, I can't wait till the third segment to just talk about Horford. I thought Horford was the key player. He and Derek White were the two key players in this game. Again, no Jalen Brown. He was out with an illness. No Porzingis. He was out with the sore knee after Julius Randle kind of ran into him in that last game. And frankly, Jason Tatum was kind of not doing much throughout most of this game. So the first three quarters, I mean, Tatum did some things, but it was it was not like the oh Tatum's going to step up and drop fifty as you know because he's stepping up for these other guys. No, it, it was it was basically. The flow of this game was Drew Holiday starts out and and goes to the rim a bunch and he sets the tone. Then Al Horford and Derek White kind of operate the rest of the way. Uh, Horford had the turning point in the game, three straight three pointers where the Celtics took the lead for the final time. Eleven lead changes in this game. That final three-pointer from Al there in that the, that third in a row was the 11th lead change. There were no lead changes after that. He hit another big one later on. Uh, but those, those you know, four of eight from three and five block shots, that's just amazing. Five five blocks. And the, the five blocks, 
they were not just like go up and meet you at the rim kind of blocks. There, they, there were a couple there where it's it's almost like they look like a strip, but the Embiid's going up for the shot, and as he's coming up, Horford swats down. Those, those count as block shots. So he gets five of those, two of them directly on Embiid, two of them in the final stretch there in the in the fourth quarter, one with uh, four minutes to go or so, one with about a minute and a half to go. One of them was on Tyrese Maxey, who, again, was tor- torturing the Celtics like he tends to torture everybody nowadays. One was on, uh, was it Covington maybe? Uh, and then diving on the floor, just Al Horford, amazing. Amazing in this game, uh, stepping up at, at a time where the Celtics needed somebody to step up. So Horford was amazing. Derek White. What can you say about Derek White? 27 points, 7 of 12 shooting, 4 of 8 from 3, 5 assists, just 2 turnovers. Every time the Celtics needed something to happen, Derek White was there with a play. Derek White, 3-pointers. Derek. You, after the game, Joe Mazzula said that there was a point there in the fourth quarter where he's like, I was thinking about calling a timeout, but Derek White was able to kind of settle things down with just good execution. He had a three-pointer, and then he hit a, a floater. The floater, I I love that play because if you look at it again, he drives right. He runs a pick and roll with Luke Cornett, and Tatum is off to his right. And he's about three, four feet behind the three-point line. And within plenty of, like, the defender's not on top of him. Any player with less confidence would have just kicked it to, to Jason Tatum and said, hey, I'm giving it to our best player. And just cut out of the way and said, go ahead, go go make your play. Go do what you got to do. You see it all the time in the NBA. And Tatum would have gotten it, and he would have tried to dribble past. I forget who was defending him, but he would try to dribble past him. And either he would have shot the ball or scored, or it would have been a miss. You know, it's the typical, it's make or miss league at that point. But no, Derek White's like, no, I'm not passing it to Tatum. I got a pick and roll cooking right here. I'm going to my right hand. I'm going to my right. And then he quick jumps and hits the floater. Two, two key baskets there. That one was was a clutch one that I think put the Celtics up five. Huge from Derek White. The the guts the to, to take some of those shots, uh, I think it's obvious to me that Derek White sacrifices. He might be sacrificing the most on this team. I know Al Horford's coming off the bench, but, you know, I, I don't think, like, he's definitely sacrificing, but I, I think that Derek White could be this level of good all the time. He could be this level of good on a lot of teams. And he takes a step back so Tatum and Brown and Holiday and Porzingis and all those guys can cook. Every once in a while, he'd come out here and, and drop 27 like this when he's needed. But I, I think White is is a much better player than what the Celtics are asking him to do. And that's just because the Celtics, like you got Tatum and Brown on the team. You don't need him to be that, that guy. So uh, absolute hell of a performance from him. Uh, Holiday. I don't want to have it go like in passing that I mentioned drew holiday. 
He had he was the guy at the beginning of this game for sure. 18 points, 10 rebounds, three assists. He now has four games of double-digit rebounding with the Celtics uh, in, in 11 games played. He did it twice in 193 games with the Bucks. So I know they they had other guys that they needed to re you know, that did the rebounding in Milwaukee, so he didn't need to do the rebounding. But it just goes to show that he can come into Boston and they need rebounding from everybody, and he can come in and, and get it. So the the big thing for for Holiday was that he was just getting to the rim. You look at his shot chart; everything from three. It would have been nice if he hit a couple more threes. Every all of his makes inside the two point area were inside the restricted area. So it was it was just a. Um, a, a really nice performance from Holiday. The Celtics needed this. The Celtics needed per, production from their, you know, their their other guys, their guards especially, and they got it. Twenty seven points from from Derek White, eighteen from Holiday. Uh, just a, a just a really nice night from the and, and two blocked shots from Holiday. Amazing. So, uh, and and the bench. Everybody, everybody who played stepped up in some regard. Uh, shout out to Delano Banton, who in the first quarter I thought came in and he he missed some shots. He had a, a bad air ball, uh, missed a layup, uh, but he was playing hard. He had five rebounds. He had a steal. Uh, he did a good job. He he just did a nice job coming in off the bench. Shvi Mikhailov comes in and hits a shot. Luke Cornett comes in four and four for four. Uh, gets a, a big offensive rebound and put back uh, in this game. Didn't rebound all that great. I think he could have gotten more than the six, but he still played pretty well. He had a nice contribution. Pritchard had a contribution. Um, shout out to all of those guys who stepped up. Shout out to Sam Hauser, who played well enough to get 35 minutes. I Sam Hauser playing 35 minutes. It's either like everybody's hurt or like in the past, like, or he's hitting so many shots that you just ride it. But he wasn't hitting a ton of shots. He was two of eight. That's not great. Um, but he's playing well enough doing other things where he got the 35 minutes. And those those were good minutes. The, getting 35 minutes from Sam Hauser, that's impressive. That's impressive. And he ended up uh, a plus four in those 35 minutes. That's a nice thing to have. That's a nice thing for, for them to have. All right, some of the things I dislike there. Uh, oh, I didn't get into the fourth quarter finish, which I'll get to next. And then some of the things I dislike. We'll do all of that when I come back. First, today's show is brought to you by our good friends at FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook is America's number one sportsbook. And now is a great time to get into the action with FanDuel. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So five bucks down if you win, $150 in bonus bets. It's not bad. Uh, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, this is a great time to get in on the action. You can use that those bonus bets to bet on anything. The spreads, the player props, over-unders. If you want to make different kinds of bets, at FanDuel, they, you can pile up some in-game parlays. Uh, you can go with Jason Tatum to score uh, 25-plus points, plus Al Horford to get six-plus rebounds, plus you pile them up like that, and you can really 
come up with a pretty decent payout if if you hit. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. NFL betting, NBA betting, they're the official partner of the NFL. So check them out over there at FanDuel.com slash locked on. The best part about FanDuel, they set you up to succeed. They set you up to be safe. Use their tools to protect yourself. Uh, Set your limits. All of that. They've got all the tools there at FanDuel so you can please gamble responsibly. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Back to the game here. The Celtics winning by 10. They're back in first place. They're all by themselves now. That's all nice. That's fun. Uh, the fourth quarter, fourth quarter execution is another thing that I liked. I have to make sure I mention that because uh, Derek White, 14 points, four of seven shooting, two of four from three, four of four from the line, three assists. What a fourth quarter from Derek White. And then Jason Tatum wakes up 10 points, three of eight shooting from, from him in the first three quarters, the Celtics were shooting 34.1% from three. Then they go off and shoot four for nine. So once again, the Celtics getting the job done Four offensive rebounds there uh, in, in the fourth quarter, they, they end up with eight second chance points in the fourth quarter. Once again, the Celtics close out a game strong, closing things out strong. This is a team that had, obviously, Tatum was having a bad night, or not, not a bad night, but a subpar night for him, but he stuck with it. Derek White steps up. No, no Jalen there, no Porzingis there. They need somebody to step up, and, and Derek White did. Just the 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 toughness to continue fighting and squeak out these wins, finding a way to win. So much of the NBA is just finding a way to win. And I know you're probably, like a lot of people listening, a lot of people uh, just in general will say, you know, uh, you want to win a certain way. And I'll talk about winning a certain way here as well. But in the end, you just want to win. However you win, it kind of doesn't matter. Because what we've never done on this show and no, I'm not going to do that. I was thinking, about, oh, maybe I'll do this someday. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go revisit, and no one goes back and revisits any of the wins in the past and goes, oh, yeah, remember that? I, I didn't think that win was very good. I'm not going to count that. It doesn't matter. You just go through. The, the wins all count. The Celtics are 9-2, and two, and they are in first place, and that is all that matters. Now they face the Raptors and then Memphis and then Charlotte, and you try to get three more wins and and put together this nice long winning streak. The the, um, style points, they don't matter. So it doesn't matter that 
they they struggled at all in these other points of the game. However, it's something I didn't like. I did not like the second quarter where the Celtics completely fell apart. Too many times, and I don't know if you noticed this, but too many times, and this happened late in the game as well, but a guy would drive, Maxi, and you'd end up with like two guys, three guys sometimes, with their arms extended trying to block the shot. And that's that's a, a lack of awareness on the defensive end because you can't have two, three guys out there trying to block a shot. One, whoever's on that guy is is, is challenging that shot because the more guys that are, are, are focused on this one, then that just leaves openings and early in the game, put back dunks. Oh my God. Just put back dunk after put back dunk after put back dunk. Like at what point guys are you going to start boxing out? That's what I was saying in that first and second quarter. The second quarter, they were outscored 36 to 20. And it really felt like they came out strong against Joel Embiid. And once Embiid went to the, the bench, they said, oh, whew. all right, good. Now we can relax. And then all of that happened was they get torched by Tyrese Maxey, who is the fastest guy on the planet, it seems. And dives into the middle like it's very almost like Russell Westbrook just reckless or, or John Moran just complete reckless abandon just flying into people and throwing something up and sometimes you get rewarded with a call regardless Maxi was tough it was tough to contain him and the Celtics just gave up too many second chance points uh it, it was too many where they had six turnovers for nine points in that second quarter, just gross, ugly. And then, the, you know, they couldn't really hit much on top of it to make um, to make up for it. So it was just a slow progression towards building a 15-point lead and then losing it in that second quarter. They, they were up 15 and taking advantage of Embiid. Horford playing great defense on Embiid. They built that 15-point lead, and you thought, oh, wait, now look, now, hold on here. 15-point lead, and Embiid's going to the bench? We got something cooking here. And then it felt like they kind of relaxed. The Sixers did not relax. They came out super, super energetic. Covington was big. Uh, they got um, DeAnthony Melton. They got Tobias Harris playing what, like, the the Sixers, they they don't quit. They just do not quit. Uh, Melton was just a pain. They they didn't get much from their bench, but Paul Reed was. It was all putbacks for Paul Reed, uh, except for one just crap three pointer. So the Celtics have to just be aware that teams are not going to let up against them, and they can't let up at all. And obviously that was bench units and you're going to get a little deeper into the bench with guys out. So you're going to have some kind of like less than uh, cohesive units out there, but still got to go out there and play with that effort. They, they just didn't play well. Uh, Joe Mazzula after the game talked about weak side issues. Um, and that's just boxing out. That's just being aware of what's happening behind you 
and on on the opposite side of the floor, and the Celtics didn't do that well. Got to do it. Just got to do it, and and it happens too much. All right, Al Horford continues to be taunted, and oh, does he love when they do that. We're going to talk about that in just a second. Today's show brought to you by Jace Medical, and Jace Medical not only has you covered with their antibiotic Jace case, you can add to that. You can add to those uh, to your you know your one year uh, a one year supply of your daily uh, prescriptions. You're talking about being covered for emergencies, covered if you're stuck somewhere. This is great. You can even buy a one year supply of your ED medication, so you're covered. Generics like Cialis and Viagra. So go ahead on that extended travel trip. Uh, if there's a whatever that cuts off the supply chain, if, if there's some sort of like natural, like a storm or something like that, that prevents you from getting to the pharmacy, you are covered with a one-year supply of your daily medications, including ED medications. If you go to jacemedical.com, you can get your 12-month supply and your daily medications. And if you use the promo code locked on at checkout, you're going to get a discount as well. A verified customer said of Jace, I am thankful for this service. The supply chain issue caused me to cut pills in half. I ordered most of my daily meds with a, a year supply. I also ordered the antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. Highly recommend this for everyone. So take his word for it. If you or someone you love want to get peace of mind by having a one-year supply of any daily med, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember, to use that promo code. It's Jace Medical, J-A-S-E medical.com. Promo code is locked on for $20 off your purchase. Make sure you're checking out the Locked On NBA podcast right here, wherever you get this podcast. Watch it on YouTube as well. I'm there on Wednesdays with Jake Madison of the Locked On Pelicans podcast. Hopefully you watched yesterday's show. If not, you can go catch up on that. Talked about a lot of fun stuff there, uh, including Draymond Green, who has suspended five games. Good. So find that podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, Draymond get dinged for five games. Uh, finally, finally, an appropriate punishment out of the NBA. So I'll leave it at that. Al Horford was awesome. We talked about Al Horford being awesome. He continues to catch a lot of crap from people in Philly who have this misguided grudge against Al Horford because of what happened four seasons ago in Philadelphia. They blame him as if everything else that's happened in Philly shouldn't inform their judgment to say, oh, wait, maybe it was our team. They don't have that kind of self-awareness. They don't care. It's just, it was Al Horford's fault. Al Horford was somehow a problem. He's never been a problem, never been a problem in Atlanta or Boston or OKC or Boston again, but somehow he was the problem in Philly. Stop blaming him for what happened back then. It's very obvious. It's not his fault. Al Horford is maybe one of the most effective players just playing as part of a team, as part of a unit that we've seen, he's he'll do whatever you need. Hit three pointers, get in there and rebound. 
play defense. If you can't make it work, that's on you. So, but Philly, they just want to keep on giving Al Horford a big bunch of crap. And as far as I'm concerned, as far as the Celtics are concerned, keep doing it. Because after the game, he said, quote, I just love it, man. And he was smiling. Al Horford, generally a measured type of person, right? Just usually just a calm, collected, whatever. But when he's talking about this, he's smiling. He's happy. He says, I just love it, man. When I hear that talk, it just kind of gives you a little extra. So I appreciate them. They always do that in that corner here in Philly. Don't know what it is. He feeds off of that. He loves it. And he's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be great every single game. But, man, they keep fueling him in Philly. I just wonder what the hell they're thinking. How many times is Al Horford going to play Embiid to a standstill? How many times is Al Horford going to get this matchup and defend Embiid well? Well enough to give the Celtics a chance to win. I know Embiid was um, tired. It was a back-to-back. He did the classic, we're not going to make excuses. But yeah, you could say the back-to-back had an impact. You know, people were tired and blah, blah, blah. But we're not going to make excuses. I love that. The Here's the excuse that we're not going to make. You can make it, but I'm not going to make it even though it's valid, but I'm not going to make it. Like, you just made it. You just made the excuse. But whatever. That's fine. Yeah, I didn't make it. Embiid continues to just be impacted by Al Horford's defense. Al Horford, who's pushing 40, 37, right? It'll be 38. He's very effective against Joel Embiid. He's very effective against Philly. And I just don't know why the Sixers fans, like if I was a Sixers fan and people were starting to taunt Al Horford, I'd be like, hey guys, shut up. Shut up. You, It's the last thing you want is to get Horford to be mad and actually like find some motivation to, to play well here. Not that he needs the motivation, but it does clearly juice him up. And he likes to look at the crowd and be like, ha-ha, how do you like that? Why would you give him that? Why would you give him that? He clearly feeds off of it. But I guess, you know, Occam's razor, the simplest explanation is usually the correct one. They're just not that bright. Why would you keep doing it? You keep doing something that doesn't work. It's the definition of insanity. So they're either crazy or not smart. Which is it? A little bit of both. I mean, they do put cheese whiz on their sandwiches. So, I mean, come on. Can't be that bright. All right. Back tomorrow with the Friday podcast. This is the Thursday podcast. Uh, looking back on this kind of. You know, we'll we'll find a lot of fun stuff to talk about for the Friday podcast. And then I'm back. Post game after the Toronto game, in season tournament game. So make sure you get your uh, your uh, eclipse watching glasses because I think Toronto has got like a super red court. So 
get your sunglasses out for that one. Uh, I'll be back after that. And then the trip to Memphis, which maybe we'll see Marcus Smart. Maybe not. Maybe we'll hear from him. Maybe not. He sprained his ankle. We'll see how he is. But I'll have all the bonus podcasts. I, I got more podcasts than anybody. I got podcasts like crazy. And they're all free. So you don't have to pay for anything. Celtics content, the best Celtics content around. You don't have to pay for any of it. How You can't lose with the Lockdown Celtics podcast. So if you're not subscribed by now, please subscribe. If you are subscribed by now, thank you. Thank you for being an everydayer. Love it. I'd love to have you back here every day. Spread the word. Tell your friends. Tell everybody they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day.